Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on creative solutions in the midst of chaos. And to drop these value bombs, I have brought Jennifer Jacob on the mic. She has built a multi-million dollar travel firm. From her experience through a study abroad semester, when life flipped upside down, she used a creative solution to launch her business. In Fire Nation, we'll be talking today about what factors should you really be focused on and which ones can you be flexible with? What happens when you're not first to market? And how can you take failure and turn it into a positive, along with so much more Fire Nation, as soon as we get back from thinking our sponsors? Clavio helps brands build relationships across any distance, delivering email marketing moments your customers will appreciate, remember, and share in good times and bad. And since it's all driven by real-time e-commerce data, you can make sure that every interaction feels more personal. Visit clavio.com slash fire to get started with a free trial today. Jennifer, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Hey there, Fire Nation. I am so happy to be here. Uh, Something that people don't know about me, one of the biggest things is that in order to start my business, I actually quit a six-figure corporate healthcare role and moved in with a family on an olive grove in Italy. And in exchange for stay, I sewed curtains and helped them refurbish their home um, and use that time to kind of pop around and spent three months in Europe to gain content and found a creative solution to doing uh, a new business economically. (laughs) You know, that sounds like a movie that Julia Roberts has starred in. Like, are are you sure you're not writing a screenplay right now? Maybe. Maybe this is... So Fire Nation, as I shared during the intro, we're going to be talking all about creative solutions in the midst of chaos. And of course, we are now living in a world of chaos. And of course, we're all doing our best during these times. But I feel like this is a really great time to bring Jennifer on the mic to drop some awesome value. So let's just dive in, Jennifer, because you have a lot of great stuff to share today. And I want to start off with you know, asking you, how do we decide what key factors of our business that we should actually be focusing on and which ones that we can actually be flexible with as far as how deep we dive into it and how much bandwidth we attribute to it? To me, I think it starts with identifying a company's values or your personal values, whatever you know direction you're going with that. One of our core values is flexibility. So it came down to having honest conversations on how we can scale business by still maintaining our core values and our philosophy and things have to shift. And and that's the reality of it. You can start with one concept and have to really adapt your model to be able to make it scale. And, and, and I can personally attest to that because I, I started my business in a completely different Um, mentality and platform. And we've really shifted so that we can grow and it can be advantageous for both our clients as well as our our travel designers. But I think you have to tie those two things together, um, your philosophy, and then having honest conversations of what can help your business grow. And the rule that I've had to follow is follow where the life is. So there have been times that I've really Uh, maybe steered away from following where the life was. And I found myself realizing I had something 
great when I was in flow and and if as soon as I get out of flow and start challenging that and not to say that you can't, you know, shift and try new things because that's definitely a major uh, component of, of what we've done in business. But follow where the life is and and grow with that versus going in a completely different direction. So give us a quick example, Jennifer, of where you actually did that in your business and then maybe an alternative example of, you know, where you didn't, where you kind of stopped following the life and what happened there. So keep them both short and quick, but give us two examples. You got it. So one was we actually, um, we our major focus in travel is in the European market. And I thought, you know, let's bring people together and do a food tour in Italy. And really what people look for now is personalization and individualization in travel. And while the food tour was amazing and we, I, it totally fed my, my um, soul, it, it didn't sell like I envisioned. And I realized, you know, let's not do that next time. Let's really focus on European travel on an individualized basis. And so that was, I would say, some may say a failure, but to me, it was a success, one, because it was awesome, but two, because I learned from it and we tried something new, it didn't work, keep going where where we have had success. Now, one reality is that we are not always, Jennifer, going to be first to market. I mean, I people come back to me all the time and saying, John, like I wish I had launched my podcast back when you did in 2012 because there were so many less podcasts out there in the world. It would have been so much easier. Or, John, like I really love the fact that you, you know, launched your podcast and uh, your, sorry, your journal in 2016. And I have a great idea for a journal, but it's 2020 and there's so many journals that are out there. And, you know, those are just like two really quick examples that I seem to hear all the time about people who are stressed about not being first to market. But the reality is there are ways that we can differentiate ourselves in these industries where our product already exists, where podcasts already exist, where journals already exist, where travel already exists. Speak to this, Jennifer. So we hear all the time, comparison is the thief of joy. I think that comparison can be the fuel for the fire. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So You don't have to compare and feel defeated. You can compare yourself and say, okay, how can I do this better? How can I really capitalize on a foundation that's already been set for me and bring my to the arena and and do something better? So to me, ultimately right now in in the space of travel, um, you know, everyone loves to travel right now. It's a little difficult, but everyone loves to travel. But more than anything, what I realized is that people are ultimately looking for connection, even though we live in more of a virtual world. So by personalizing everything and making an experience intimate to what someone is looking for, you're tapping into who they are, listen more than you speak. And that's really the platform for our intake calls with our clients is, I don't want to know where you want to go. I want to know how you met your husband that you're going on a honeymoon with and and what you want to get out of it. What was your previous favorite vacation memory so that I can tailor something so completely to you? And that connectivity, it immediately puts you above your competition because you're focusing on the human rather than the transaction. Fire Nation, comparison can be that thief of despair, but I love how Jennifer qualified by that, you know, by saying, hey, it can also be the fuel to your fire. So that's super powerful and just definitely absorb and take in these examples of, you know, how Jennifer's done these things throughout her career and her journey and how they can apply to you and your business. And 
let's be honest, Jennifer, because sometimes things are just outside of our control and sometimes <laughs> things will go wrong. So how can we still remain credible with like a product or a service that we can't always control? I mean, I know our heart's in the right place. We say, you know, I recommend this or I've used this and it was awesome. And then somebody has a completely different experience. But how can we still remain credible in the eyes of our audience when those things happen? First and foremost, become the resource that people want to go to. And that we are so fortunate to live in a time where we can provide content consistently for free. And we have continuously been the the resource through right now, we're working through uh, the coronavirus pandemic. And we have consistently been the resource for our clients in a and a, a shoulder to lean on and get through through this. And honestly, when something goes wrong, it gives you the opportunity to provide service recovery. And sometimes that is way more powerful than when things go smoothly. So when something goes cattywampus, that is your opportunity to step up to the plate. And again, circling back to how to differentiate yourself, become the change agent and their hero. And, and that is the goal anytime you're providing a service. So first, become the resource. Second, become the hero and provide service recovery that just surpasses what anyone else could provide. I love those words, service recovery. And Fire Nation, I really want you to think about that because listen, a lot of times this is what happens. You know, you create something or you, you know, share something or you promote something or you do something and, you know, your heart's in the right place. And for most people, it's great, hopefully. But again, there's going to be those, those situations that are outside of your control. Or sometimes there'll be things, you know, like we're dealing with right now with COVID and Corona and it's just outside of our control. And a lot of people, frankly, are sticking their heads in the sand and they're being like, you know what? I know it's not my fault. I know that those people out there really know that it's not my fault, obviously. Nobody can blame me for the virus, blah, blah, blah. And so they stick their head in the sand and they just say, you know, this is going to pass. This is going to pass. And guess what? It will pass. But it's an opportunity. Why would you not step up and say, hey, why not go into the light, go towards the light and be that person when everybody else or a lot of other people are sticking their heads in the sand and be the person who's providing service recovery, who is there for your individuals when other people just aren't. And guess what? Now, fast forward six months, 12 months, 24 months down the road, you know, when things are back, you know, to a more normal state, guess who they're going to go to? They're going to go to people who are there for them when the time was right. And that's exactly why when Kate and I were sitting down last week and we're like, you know, what can we do for Fire Nation now? Because we know some people are really struggling. It's crazy at home. Everybody's kind of stuck inside with the kids, with the family, with the in-laws. And so we said, hey, for five days, we're just going to gift every single person in our audience that, that wants a journal shipped to their door. And we did 1,807 deliveries. And guess what? Was that a quote-unquote financial smart move? No, it cost us over $20,000. But guess what? That was 1,807 smiles that we delivered you know, during this time of crisis. In two years from now, five years from now, when my name comes up or case name comes up or our business comes up, everybody that we impacted through that is going to remember that moment and they're going to have nothing but great things to say about us. And so 
You know, I love that quote by Chris Ducker is that your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. And when you do stuff like Jennifer's talking about, like the service recovery, they're going to talk great about you when you're not in the room. And if you think that we're even close to being done dropping value bombs, Fire Nation, we got so much more as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. During this time of change, we want you to know that Zip Recruiter's focus hasn't changed. They're still doing what they've always done, helping people find work and helping businesses find the right people for their open roles. If you're looking for a job, ZipRecruiter is working with you to find the right job faster. They are dedicated to helping you get hired from caretaking to delivering food and goods to building medical facilities, supplying protective equipment, and so much more. In fact, ZipRecruiter's app will send you up-to-date job openings so you can be one of the first to apply. And if you're actively hiring, ZipRecruiter will invite candidates to apply to your most urgent roles, making it faster and easier to reach the people you need. By connecting people who need jobs and companies that need people, ZipRecruiter is working with all of us so we can keep moving forward. Let's work together. ZipRecruiter.com slash work together. This episode is brought to you in part by Clavio, the growth marketing platform most recommended by other business leaders. In uncertain times, supporting your community and growing relationships with your customers is a strategy that will be appreciated, remembered, and shared. In good times and bad, open and empathetic communication with your customers is key. Email is, and always will be, one of the best channels for delivering these communications. Email marketing is one of Clavio's core offerings, and when you leverage personalization driven by a 360 degree view of the customer, those emails will feel even more relevant, fostering stronger relationships. Clavio truly understands how challenging it is for each and every entrepreneur to get their business off the ground, let alone navigate such trying times. If you're feeling overwhelmed with growing your business, especially in this climate, you're not alone. Clavio is here to help brands build relationships across any distance, create meaningful, memorable email marketing moments that last a lifetime. Visit Clavio.com com slash fire to get started with a free trial today. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash fire. So Jennifer, we're back and you know, we love that hip phrase, work-life balance. Like everybody wants that work-life <laughs> balance and they all strive for it and struggle for it. But how can we actually achieve that work-life balance? You know, when, let's be frank, a lot of times the level of success that we achieve relies on our productivity. The first rule that I really have to follow, and and sometimes I catch myself (laughs) not following this, but it's defining boundaries. And it comes with managing expectations with customers, your client base, or whoever you're serving, communicating consistently, and anticipating concerns. Um, With those three things, we have been able to actually take time off because you are Say, for example, we've got agents out of the office because travel is a 24 seven business. People expect us to be available as well. So by managing expectations, communicating consistently and anticipating their concerns, we can actually create the space to be out of office. Um, But more than just being away from the office, we want daily balance, right? Everyone is looking for some daily balance. 
we are big advocates of the four hour work week. I'm a big Tim Ferriss fan and I've got the virtual assistant. I have the automatic uh, email responders, but implementing those things and it doesn't have to be those tenants, but implementing certain things that allow you to free your mind in the off time and creating those personal boundaries and being really honest with yourself and holding yourself accountable. I realize it's not always realistic, but at least putting it out there and naming it for yourself and creating the expectation within yourself can help create that balance. We like to be blunt here in Entrepreneurs on Fire. (laughs) And Jennifer, I know that you don't shy away from bluntness either because let's be honest, failure happens. It happens to all of us, most of us on a daily basis. Like I just failed today desperately on the Peloton. I had one of my worst rides. I don't know why I failed, but you know what? I've tried to learn from that a little bit. You know, I'm (laughs) adjusting my sleep and my hydration and some other things. But let's be honest, sometimes failure, it just flat out stinks. But when should we, Fire Nation, consider failure a positive scenario? Every time. You should consider failure a positive scenario every stinking time. Um, There's something to learn from every failure. I actually, in our 10-week training program, I actually have an entire failure blooper reel so that the other advisors can learn from the failures that I have made over the past five years of business. And if I hadn't made those, they would be making that. And and, and they'll make their own failures. And, and that's fine because they'll never do it again and they'll be better for it. And they will learn how to have constructive conversations around those failures. But I even um, actually self-published a book on failure. It's a, it is also a daily journal. Um, it it actually was a failure. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll chalk that up to a failure. But I the whole premise behind it when I created it was um, I really listen to a, a lot of podcasts and, and seek mentorship virtually. And, and Sarah Blakely o- often tells the story about how her father every night at the dinner table would ask, how did you fail today? And if they didn't have a response, he was disappointed because it meant they didn't try something new. And that hit me like a bomb. I mean, that it what an amazing perspective. So with that, I created um, a 100 day journal essentially for myself, because they say in sales, there are 99 no's before you get to a yes. So to me, by that 100 day, 100th day, I should be rocking and rolling. So did that, uh, you know, did that journal explode? No, that was personally a fairy, but it was also more for me to shift my mentality as I segued into the business world and, and entrepreneurship of guess what? Every failure is the lesson learned and that is okay. And that is just one step closer to a success tomorrow. So there's a lot that I kind of want to go over. And first off, Fire Nation, I mean, think back to the movie Slumdog Millionaire. I'm not sure how many people have seen that. And I don't know why it just came up in my mind. But when you were sharing the story, Jennifer, I was just like, you know, that boy that was the star character of Slumdog Millionaire and was answering every question correctly because one of his past life experiences had given him that answer. And at the time, you know, it seemed random and not important, but it ended up being unbelievably important for him winning that million dollars. And so it's just, 
unbelievably powerful to think that like, you know what, like this journal might have been a failure, that thing might have been a failure, this thing. But then when you hit something down the road and you look back and you actually trace things back to decisions you made that that was the responsibility for your huge win, it was because of lessons you learned from your past Absolutely. failures all the way. And I also loved, loved, loved how you created that failure blooper reel. In fact, I think everybody should create a failure blooper reel and give it to all incoming hires to be like, guess what? Your boss isn't perfect. They're not pretending to be perfect. In fact, here's all the mistakes that we've made. Look at it, laugh at us, but don't make the same mistakes. Make your own mistakes, but don't make these same mistakes. Like, let's move forward. And then, you know, the last thing before we move on, Fire Nation, all the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. Guess what? You might not make any mistakes if you live in your comfort zone, if you just wake up and do the bare minimum every single day of things that you know that you're good at, that you're comfortable with, and there's no magic there. And there will never be magic there because all the magic happens when you try something new, when you get outside of your comfort zone, when you push that envelope. And let's just call a spade a spade, Jennifer. Obstacles are going to happen to all of us in every way, shape, and form. When it comes to health, you know, all of us, you know, as we get older, struggle in some way, shape, or form with like weight and staying in good shape, et cetera. Business obstacles. I love the quote that the higher the obstacle, the lower the competition. And I want you to think about that, Fire Nation. The higher the obstacle, the lower the competition. So when you're complaining about how tough something is, that's a great thing because that, that means 90 plus percent of people are giving up while you're complaining and still pushing forward. Keep complaining. That's fine. You can complain, but keep pushing forward. And I, you know, go back to my army days when I would do those obstacle challenges. And like, I would love the heart of the obstacle challenge because people would just drop out left and right. And even though I was having a hard time struggling, the competition just wasn't nearly as high because it was such a more difficult challenge. So how do we, Jennifer, keep building a business while we're overcoming these obstacles? Let's be honest. Like you said, life happens to everyone. I firmly believe that obstacles are a shakeout. So to your exact point of the higher the obstacle, the lower the competition, it is a contest of who is the most resilient. And resilience is going to get you much farther than talent or skill or knowledge will. It's that persistence and the patience to be consistent in the face of obstacles. And right now, we're all grieving something. This is a very challenging time for the world as well as the economic market. Honestly, travel was the first domino to fall, but I am not the last. So what I've learned through this, and and I believe it was Brene Brown that said to put a name to your emotion so that you can make it real. Because suffocating that and stifling it and putting it away is not going to allow you to move past it and then use that as a platform for progress. So in my personal experience, I have been through a divorce. I have moved during that divorce. I have maintained a business and tried to grow a business during that. I have worked a full-time job for my dad's business while growing my travel business. And now we have coronavirus, which is, is truly tragic because there are people that are in the same shoes as me. Um, either they got laid off from you know their, their corporate role, which is absolutely tragic, but also folks that have spent so much time and effort to see such an intense setback in their hard work. And I look back and I think, 
you've done all of this over the course of five years. And if it didn't make you, it won't break you. So coronavirus did not make us. It will not break any of us. It, it, we will, we will surpass this and the, the obstacles are just going to keep coming. This is one, one bump in the road and it's a dang big bump. I'll, I'll say that, but life is going to happen and it is a contest of resilience. Boom. And Fire Nation, just a couple things I want to repeat. Number one, put a name to your emotion. I mean, that is just a classic thought. So really think about that. And if you're dealing with that right now, give it a whirl. Put a name to that emotion. And then if it didn't make us, it won't break us. And Fire Nation, Corona, the you know the economy, all these different things, it didn't make us. It won't break us. It'll bend us and we'll be challenged, but it won't break us. So Jennifer, we've dropped a ton of value bombs today. Give us the biggest key takeaway you want to make sure Fire Nation really gets. Then share how we can connect with you and any call to action you might have for us. And then we'll say goodbye. I didn't really hit on it, but I think it is actually the key takeaway that can be summarized from all of this this is that in personalizing your business and creating those connections, it forces vulnerability. And that's the conversation we're having here. This this right here and, and being in business and, and putting your heart outside of your body is so vulnerable. And I think that is actually the key to success. And if you are vulner, vulnerable enough to be courageous in the face of obstacles, and be persistent in that, that's the key takeaway. And if that's the only thing you take from this or, or you know, keep in your mind as we put our heads down and forge forward, to me, I think that that's all you need. And what's the best way that we can connect with you and any call to action you might have? Absolutely. So you can find us at Explorator Travel and uh, mainly on Instagram. And I'm going to spell that out because it's a funky name. It's E-X-P-L-O-R-A-T-E-U-R Travel. And uh, it is not after entrepreneur. It's actually the, the French name of a cheese. <laughs> oh, very cool. <laughs> so that uh, is how um, the, the name of the cheese actually comes from France honoring the USA's explorer. And I just thought that that was such a cool concept of one culture honoring another. So we have named our company after that exact thing. Well, I love it. And guess what? Nobody can spell the word entrepreneur and I've done just a-okay. So uh, no problems with the difficult to spell things. It's what you make of the brand. And Fire Nation, you know that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with JJ and JLD today. So keep up that heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Jennifer in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been chatting about today. The best show notes in the biz, Fire Nation. And Jennifer, thank you for sharing your truth, your knowledge, your value with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Jennifer and I've created Fire Nation, a treasure trove, a literal treasure trove of free courses for you. We're talking how to podcast, run a mastermind, create funnels that convert and so much more. All you need to do is visit eofire.com slash resources. Start learning today, Fire Nation. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. 
Clavio helps brands build relationships across any distance, delivering email marketing moments your customers will appreciate, remember, and share in good times and bad. And since it's all driven by real-time e-commerce data, you can make sure that every interaction feels more personal. Visit clavio.com slash fire to get started with a free trial today. 